Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 74. Mark Howell from Howell Creative Concepts and I are talking about how to be a supportive coworker. Got some great visuals for you to think about and uh, some great lessons for all of us. So I, I, I'm looking forward to this topic. Uh, Mark, you want to share with us just a couple of talking points? Like what are our objectives for today? Sure. Yeah. Let me pull this up real quick. Sorry about that. Um... My computer kind of froze on me here. Our talking points, yes, supporting. Um, all right, so what is the lesson here? The lesson, uh, we're gonna talk about supporting your friends can make um, your challenge feel more manageable. So really just being a support system to, and the, the term friends, let's just say coworkers, um, maybe even uh, if they're people that are under you or over you, you know, we can all help support one another. So what can we do if that supportive person isn't there with you? You know, a lot of this remote um, working today, I've, I've had many conversations with people about this, you know, they don't feel the same support system that they once had when they're working remotely. So the idea, I think, for a lot of people to work remotely was amazing. Many of us wanted it, but then what we forgot to kind of think about or to put into the factor is, is that many people can slip into different types of depression when they're working alone. They don't have that support. They don't get to see other humans. And that also can be very dangerous for others. Um, but, you know, what, what can you do in that person isn't next to you, you know, just imagining them alongside um, providing some type of benefit that way. If you just, maybe there is an imaginary kind of being of, well, this person is still next to me, but I think we should also talk about how can you spend little moments of, of the day reaching out and getting that support that you need, whether that be about the job itself or just maybe emotional support. Um, and then how can you become a fellow mountain climber? I know, Jonathan, you want to walk us through the story about um, you know the supportive uh, the the support that you need to become a great mountain climber. So we're going to talk about that um, when you support someone else, it matters. You become a fellow mountain climber. I think it is about the story. So I'll be interested to hear more about that too. But those are yeah. our objectives. Yeah, yeah. So interesting topic, and so I look forward to your feedback too, uh, community. What are you doing to support your teammates? So it's, it'll, be, it'll be interesting. So the story I picked up from LinkedIn, and I just, I mean, I just had to grab it because I'm like, I love analogies like this. They create such amazing visuals. So the study was about a mountain climber. And I, I've never climbed a mountain before, but I think we've all watched movies about mountain climbing or documentaries of some sort. And we're like, wow. I mean, that just looks insane what they have to do to prepare and train for something like that. But the study made this comment that a mountain appears 10 to 20% less steep when you're with a close, supportive friend. Even if you are alone and you imagine a, that close supportive friend, the mountain also appears 10 to 20% less steep. So in other words, you got this huge obstacle in front of you. And when you have a support system, it makes it easier for you to be able to manage that challenge, no matter what. 
So let's dive into that. I mean, so what's, what's the, what's the initial takeaway that comes to your mind, Mark, when you're not alone, you've got this insurmountable challenge, you know, Mount Everest in front of you, but all of a sudden it appears easier because you've got a coworker, a supportive friend right there beside you. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I think we find out about ourselves professionally early on if you are more of a solo kind of uh, person or you are you thrive more in team environment. And I've always known for myself, I definitely love team environment. I love the feedback of others. I feel like that support just from ideas, you know, and if I look at this from a corporate sort of world, I know we're not climbing a mountain actually, but if your tasks feel like it's you know daunting and you're climbing this this mountain let's say then divvying it up or coming together as a group a team even if it's just a team of two being able to say like how how do you think we can climb this mountain how can we get these these tasks accomplished i feel very overwhelmed and i think that's what happens to a lot of us in this industry as we become very overwhelmed with the responsibilities that are in front of us so you have to ask yourself what kind of supportive either leader or employee or friend are you going to be to your coworkers are you going to actually offer physical mental support meaning hey let me take some of this from you um uh, let me take a piece of it. You know, when I think about leaders and servant leadership uh, is all about, are you serving your employees first? And that means that if you're a true servant leader, you would say, what's on your, what's on your to-do list today? Is there anything that I can do for you? You know, how can I be of service to you first? To me, that's the first thing that comes to mind because many leaders don't actually do that. And it's kind of a shame, you know, when I think about trying to listening to your story about the the mountain doesn't seem so daunting when I feel even if I feel like I have the support. So if I imagined that you were supporting me, right, I would still it still wouldn't feel so, so troublesome. But the problem today is that we're all so busy that we don't offer the support at all. And so many people feel like they are climbing that that um, mountain by themselves. And I think it's the same in what we do every day in business. It's, you know, first of all, ask yourself, what kind of support system do you want to be? What kind of support right. system are you capable of being? Because not everyone, let's face it, has that sort of self-awareness to be a great support system for others. So I think we have to address that first, but that, that's my thought. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that's, that's awesome. You know, it's, uh, it, it's an amazing visual. So it's just take that minute. Uh, let's just pause for a second and just absorb what Mark stated and, and who is that support system. Just, just stop and reflect for a minute. Who do you go to? Who is your go-to person? Whether it's a friend, family member, or a coworker, you know, we're all human and we need, we need to have support. You know, it just makes it, it makes life wonderful mm -hmm. when we can think of people that we can depend on, you know, and when I, when I was reading this, Mark, this, uh, um, this study uh, about the mountain climbing, you know, I, I was like, because a lot of you, you know, I just came out of a, a mountain bike race and I'm, I'm training for, 
you know, hopefully for some others coming up this fall. And I was like, what was going through my brain as my legs were on fire and cramping up? And, you know, I still had five more miles to go. And, and I can honestly say, I thought of who has supported me in this adventure in my life right now, this, you know, my wife, a couple of very, very close friends, my children, uh, all have been there and have just were, even though they couldn't be at the race, it was, there was so much encouragement. I got text messages that morning. You're going to do great. I'm thinking of you. You're going to, you got this. And, and I had all of those things in my mind and in my heart as I was approaching when I just wanted to get off that bike and, you know, cry. <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> and then, and then the beauty at the end was my, was my baby girl. She was there. She surprised me at the finish line. So it's like, I, I, I have a real world experience, not mountain climbing, but just what it took to get through that challenge. And I think sometimes we discount how many challenges we face each day. Yeah. And that's part of our awareness is like, don't try and do it on your own. Be aware that we can have, you know, dozens of challenges per day. And do we have that support system? And even if the, I know we're kind of bridging over into like our second objective here, sometimes we don't have someone right there with us, but who pops into your mind when you're going, when you're having an issue, who is that first person that that shows up in your mind and in your heart that helps you, you know, get through that that particular moment? You know? Yeah. So I, I guess I want to kind of spin that back to you, to you, Mark. Like, do you feel that, do you feel that in general that we have approach even even smaller things there's is there a balance that needs to be there yeah obviously we can't just stop and be like you know like the old snl thing like we're imagining (laughs) you know if someone was here with me right now um you know that was old mike myers trying to remember which anyway wayne's (laughs) world or something like that or something like that i can't remember which one it was but anyway you you know i know you know what i'm talking about maybe the young ones listening to this were like the they will have no clue what we're talking about right now. <laughs> but like, where's the balance, you know, in thinking of the, the really big challenges through just some regular challenges? Like, how, how do we strike a balance when it comes to our support system? Any thoughts on that? So a, a couple things go through my head, and I loved your analogy or your story about your support system is obviously your family, right? And so when I think about maybe other people, I, I have spoken to a few people in my leadership program where they don't have a support system. Some people are unmarried, don't have children, don't have an outside link and feel very isolated. And so my brain went right to what do those people do? What do I encourage them to do? Right. And so I I think about you obviously, yes, need to find out who or what is your support system, your lifeline, if you will. And that lifeline can be a person or something. When I was also listening to your story, I remembered, you know, being sometimes at the gym, either on the treadmill or lifting weights and thinking, God, I really don't want to be here. I would rather just be at home. And then 
in, I'm like on the treadmill thinking I, I can cut the, the 45 minute down to, you know, 20 minutes. Sure. Why not? And I'm like, no, you can't Mark. I, I have this argument with myself and yeah. I, I end up saying, I ask myself, you know, where is the reward in cheating yourself out of the finish line? And so I ultimately mm -hmm. end up becoming my own support system in that moment because I didn't have access to another support system. I internally had to become my own and I had yeah. to set, I have to set goals for myself. If you want to feel a certain way or look a certain way or lose weight or accomplish the goal, then you have to set, first of all, you have to set the goal. You have to be able to say, here's the goal. I'm going to run for 45 minutes. I don't run, but I walk for 45 minutes. And if I cheat myself out of that, then I only have myself to blame. And then I usually walk away feeling very defeated, you know, like, wow, you let yourself talk, you talked yourself into cheating yourself out of those extra 20 minutes on the treadmill. What did you gain from that? So I usually have to go back and reflect, you know, like, well, all right, let's not do that again. How am I going to keep myself motivated? So I, 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 two things here. I do love like you, if you have that support system, somebody that you can take a break and call and get advice or get support or have someone cheer you to the finish line, wonderful. If you don't, then you need to set up in your own mind, in your own space, where are your rewards for accomplishing these goals? I always tell people, if you have a daunting task in front of you, try to break it into some types of pieces where you can say, at this mile marker, I'm going to celebrate. And if that celebration is that you call a friend or a family member or whatever, you have a cocktail or a steak or a cupcake, I don't know. Um, it <laughs> might be that you're by yourself and you allow yourself 15 minutes of TikTok time. You know, like, I don't know, go let yourself do something that you love and then that actually can become a piece of a support system when you don't have one and i know that bleeds us into what if you don't have the support system so i might have i might have um <laughs> gone into that i don't know no no you you did i think it was a great bridge i think it was a great bridge and we're, we're kind of we have we've kind of like talked about the first two objectives overall and i feel that that was such a balanced approach because yeah, there are, there are times, like you said, we don't, we may not have uh, the people that we want in our life. It may not be available. We may not have them in, in general. And then there's also the other side to where we can be our own, our own coach. At times, that is just as powerful as that close friend or, or close coworker. So, like, we're really for our audience today. We're just touching on nice, broad overall picture. Wow, full loop. He just, I don't know if he agreed or disagreed with him. Hey. <laughs> I think he agrees. Okay. Hey, you agree we're supposed to be need friends and support? Okay. He's offering you support. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's, he's guarding me from some, you know, evil cat or something that's outside. You know, he's trying to be my support right now. Well, I got all the dogs. In me. But anyway, no, I, I loved it, Mark. I thought it was, I thought it was really, really good and a nice balanced perspective because we don't want our audience to feel well. You know, you're not going to be able to succeed each day if you don't have someone to go to. That's just not realistic. We don't always have that at our disposal, which, though, leads to, I think, a, a nice way to wrap this up. Knowing, like, here we are, we, we notice uh, someone has, is new to the office. They've moved across the country. All of their family is back in a different state. 
or a different country, whatever, they're by themselves, they're new to the city. So how can we be that person now? So now we, we've noticed that someone that we work with is alone and doesn't have, um, doesn't have that sense of community. They're still kind of getting used to the area. So what would you say are some proactive things that, that we could do to kind of put ourselves in that position that, hey, I know you're new, welcome to the team, welcome to Georgia, welcome to Atlanta. Uh, I, I want you to know I'm, I'm here for you if you have any questions. You know, so what, what's that representation look like and how do, you, how do you share that without being obviously creepy or breaking any HR policies on top of it that sure. you know, you're, you're there for a new teammate? What are your thoughts? I, I agree. I think that if if you ever struggle with the idea of not knowing who your support system is, then you should ask yourself, who are you supporting? Um, when you let yourself call on newer employees or maybe employees that you don't know very well and you could tell them, hey, I'm working on a professional growth or career, um, uh, you know, homework assignment and I'm, I'm to reach out to some new people, get to know you guys. Would you mind if that if that could be you? Um, so, you know, Jonathan, if, if, if you were new to the organization and I wanted to test these sort of waters of maybe Jonathan could be a support system to me. I would ask myself, first of all, how comfortable am I reaching out to you? Is me offering support to you means that I could would hope that you would reciprocate that support, right? So I'm almost building a bridge, building a friendship, whether you're new to the organization or not new to the organization. Like I said, if if I reached out to someone that wasn't new, I could say, hey, I'm working on a professional growth um, uh, series on myself where I wanted to reach out to people that I didn't know very well and create some questions, you know, don't make it awkward. Don't make it seem like you just kind of Googled them and now you're stalking them. Like say, <laughs> I want to know, like, how do you feel about your role and what you do with the organization? What are your frustrations? What are your pain points? Where are your successes? Create a series of questions that you can build some support behind. If this makes sense. What I'm saying is how, what kinds of things do you struggle with? So now yes. I will also know where I can offer support in the future. I might randomly send you an instant message or an email like, hey, I know when we last talked, you said sometimes during this this part of your process or doing closeout or whatever it is, you know, you get a little stressed out. How are we doing? How are we feeling? Um, I also think it's very valuable when you're talking about support um, to do love language assessments. I think everyone should do a love language assessment with their teams to really truly find out what is someone's individual love language? How can I support you in the way that you truly want to receive it? Um, that's also about thanking them, but support thanking them kind of go hand in hand to me. I think if you just start looking at some small ways to show your employees or coworkers or friends that, hey, I'm here to support you. Um, these are small little ways you can start that process. Yeah, yeah, very good. But all practical, practical suggestions. And it, it takes, it may take some time. And I think the only thing I would add to that, Mark, is just 
what is your approachability too? So it's like sometimes the way you carry yourself, you can be so busy that you're just, you know, you walk into that office and you've got that, I'm already in my zone, don't you dare mess with my zone kind of face. And you walk into the office, sit down at your desk and that you've already kind of like closed yourself off to being available for support or That's helping right. people. So your overall demeanor with your team members to, you know, smile, how you carry yourself, how you want to show that you want to interact with your team. Those are all things that, that lend to that also. So awesome, awesome topic, you know, great visual. So climb that mountain together. <laughs> That's right. Reach the top. Think of all those inspirational things, you know, put, put that flag at the top of that mountain and uh, you know, do it, find your support. So very, very good. So thank you, Mark. This is the end of episode 74. So Mark Howell, How Creative Concepts, how can people stay in touch with you? Absolutely. I'm on LinkedIn, Mark Howell, H-O-W-E-L-L, uh, or you can find my company at H-O-W-L-CreativeConcepts.com. Awesome. Awesome. And just to remind everyone, we're happy that Juva Hub has announced, uh, has released its first set of online courses that are now available. So check those out, JuvaHub.com. You'll be able to see what has already been released and new courses that are coming soon. So thank you, everyone. Until next time, class dismissed. Bye-bye.